Man Revolution, Volume 4, Episode 88. Back again. Neither rain nor sleet nor dark of night will stop this show from its appointed rounds. Nor some dude named Ian. That's right. Uh, this is the One Man Revolution Podcast. I am your host, the Revolutionary. I'm joined by the Canadian Rad. <laughs> and the and that's all today. That's yeah, that's it today. Uh if folks don't know, we are coming to you live from uh on September 30th, uh 2022. Uh, literally the day after a major catastrophe hit the state of Florida. Yep. Uh, the bunker, as it is buried so far below the water, uh, water line as it is, uh, we are perfectly uh, fine, have power from the generators and yeah. uh, you know air from the tanks. But, so we, we should be good for a while. Although uh, at the surface level, I mean, there's the, trees down and water everywhere. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. And some yeah. of the other crew couldn't yeah. make it for those sorts For various of reasons. reasons. Uh, also, it's been damned exhausting. Yeah. It's very uh, tiring. It's been absolutely ridiculous uh, this past week uh, beyond other things. So, uh, peanut galleries again on the floor, and uh, let's see what we got here. It has been 618 days since legitimate power took office, and man, that was a hell of a storm. Uh, uh, so, I have I have a Shiner Redbird, which is that grapefruit ginger, uh, 95 calorie beer. Uh, I think it is. Uh, it's it's their low it's their low weight one. It was uh, on sale, ninety five calories. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's really delicious. Uh, occasionally, can't drink a six pack of them, which yeah. is probably why you know yeah. it's it's like drinking grapefruit tea with ginger in it. Yeah, but after this week, uh, I'll take it. Yeah, anything will do. Yeah. I am drinking the uh, Victory Nasty Finger. I mean, Easy Ringer, <laughs> Easy Drinker, Easy Ringer. Oh, uh, it is also low calorie. It has. It has 96 calories. Oh, that's a fat beer compared um, to mine. 4.7%. It is... Um, thin? Thin. <laughs> is that the word we can thin, use for it? Thin's a good word for it. That's okay. It's, uh, it's a beer-like substance. You know who's making up for this right now? That would be the Peanut Gallery. Peanut Gallery's got a left blonde uh, weighing in at... A, it's, a, it's a Belgian golden weighing in at 7, right. and a, seven yeah. to 7.5% seven yeah. somewhere right. there. We all kind of want left blondes. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Le- left-leaning blondes at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. so... Uh, what do you even say about this week? <laughs> Beyond the fact that I had the, uh, the bunker repiped on Tuesday... Uh, before the hurricane uh, on Wednesday as it was coming in. Uh, and uh, because yeah, you had pre hurricane water, I had pre hurricane water uh, two we- uh, a week and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that had to be done. Uh, but that's that's one way of looking at it. Uh, but at least then it made it really easy because I had someone out, I had an adjuster out at the surface level today looking at the house. And they were very, very nice. But it's like, oh, yeah, well, here's this. Here's that. Oh, hey, by the way, you know, uh, you know, that railing that got torn off by that tree that fell over. 
uh, probably won't even get covered by anything. I mean, you can put in a claim, but uh, uh, you got like a deductible the size of a small car uh, yeah. due to hurricanes. And that's understandable because of insurance. And you know what? That's what makes it affordable. That's what makes uh, insurance affordable in the state of Florida is the level of deductibles. Although mine's lower than yours, which yeah. is weird. Um, <laughs> uh, it's because I think I bought my house newer or something. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Although my house is older than yours. Yeah, well, exactly. I don't uh, know. I, it makes no sense. I don't know. No, no, insurance doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah. at all, and I will always say that. Uh, the Hurricane Ian that came through from the Gulf, it came uh, out of the you know out of the southern uh, southern Atlantic, went up uh, in between over Cuba uh, at a cat. What one or cat two one. cat one yeah. strengthened to a cat four nearly five. It had it had gusts that were catching up to the yeah. cat five category. Yeah, it was one fifty one fifty five. I think one fifty five. It has is, to be much. I, I don't. I don't see yeah. that they don't want to make a cat five unless it's way stronger than that. Yeah. Well, they, if it's organized and stays a cat yeah. five. But it did bring uh, bring a lot of water uh, in through Fort Myers and Sanibel Island and a lot of places where people probably have vacationed. Yeah. Uh, And let's just put it this way. Uh, The words that are being bandied around are catastrophic and devastated. And biblical. Yeah. And uh, and historically and historical and biblical. Uh, You know, the water in central Florida. And actually, if you look at some of the water in South Florida on satellite images, it just looks like. It's returned to swampland. Yeah. No, I, and, you know? and the thing is, is South Florida is so low. Yeah. Miami itself floods regularly. The wind blows the wrong way when the tide's up and yeah. you get two feet of water in Miami. So this is probably flooding Miami anyway. I haven't actually heard anything about it, but yeah. but you know it did. And then there was storm surge on the east coast of Florida mm-hmm. as well when it's still on the west coast of Florida. And yeah, this like, storm pulled air from Canada. Yeah, it's, it was huge. <laughs> the comma went up the entire east coast. And pretty much only the panhandle didn't get affected by yeah, it. Yeah, so, yeah, it was big. Yeah, Central Florida rivers, uh, the river that actually runs past the bunker uh, is, uh, was, is still up, but it was up at its height. Uh, 10 feet yeah. in a day, yeah. which that's uh, well, unprecedented. In that 36-hour period, we had 16 inches of rain, Yeah, which, you know, it's got to go somewhere. It does have to. And the, the ground was already saturated. Yeah, the ground was. Uh, it had been, been raining. raining. Yeah, yeah, a lot of heavy rain. So, so yeah. And uh, it's it's interesting to see the response by people like the governor of the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis. Uh, his response was, we don't need no stupid uh, emergency response from the government, is what he told his people, while simultaneously turning around and, and, and not asking the federal government for any help. Right. Well, but the federal government offered it, and yeah. he took it. I mean, he, I, honestly, I think he did a good job. He got things in place and got prepared. You know, he, he seemed to talk like he knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. He had people who knew what was going on. I mean, if you can't handle a hurricane in Florida, you shouldn't be. You governor. shouldn't be governor. Yeah. Now, now that said, um, if we had the former guy and this was New York, there wouldn't have been any federal aid yet. Mm-hmm. There'd be like people up in arms about it, and DeSantis would vote against it if he was in Congress, which he, yeah, he did, did for Hurricane yeah, Sandy. He did. So he is happy to take government money. When he it's just, on his terms. He just doesn't want to be associated with it, but he's happy to have it. Yeah. And I think it was 57 counties 
yeah. uh, were declared disaster or were declared emer- uh, an emergency prior to the hurricane even right. getting close to the coast. Yeah. Which is good because that allowed, allowed a lot of stuff to get mobilized. There right. was something like 70,000 linemen yep. were already pulled into the state. Yep. Uh, you know, the bunker didn't lose power. You didn't lose power. Much yeah. of Central Florida didn't lose power. And, and the people I know who lost power have power for the most part. Yeah. So the, the, it, they've been working. Now, we're, we're far inland. Yeah. I know lots of areas by, you know, Fort Myers and Punta Gorda and, and that don't have power. But Yep. Oh yeah, we're inland. I'm I'm, I'm talking about us here in yeah. the in the Central Florida area. Yeah. Uh out uh, <clears throat> out in the uh coast, the, the coast. west coast, there is there is utter devastation. I mean, like the pictures are are astonishing. It's like yeah. there's a building there, then there's a storm surge, then there's no buildings there. Yeah. That, and, I'm actually astonished on, on Sanibel Island, the pictures, how many structures are still basically standing. You know they're empty on the inside, well, you, right? <laughs> you, you, I know they're, they're, they're trash, yeah. but they didn't... The, you'll, you'll go along and there's house, 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 empty lot with debris, empty lot with debris, house, house, house. And I'm just surprised that it's not just empty lot with debris. Yeah. Well, a lot of places, uh, if they were built after Hurricane Andrew. Yeah. And that's one of the things that, that people are... You know, that, that a lot of... Any home that was built after the building code shifts of Hurricane Andrew, yeah. which was what ninety two, I think it was ninety two. No, it was before then because I bought the house with the ex wife in ninety two, and yeah. it, it was built so rugged. Yeah, uh, the the roof struts were eighteen inches apart, <laughs> so you basically had rather no than twenty four attic yeah. space, and they t- loosened them up because yeah. uh, before Andrew it was thirty six or forty eight inches. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, so yeah, so a lot. So there were houses that were maybe it was 1990. It was it might maybe have been might have been 1990. Yeah, because I was in grad school. Yeah, it was probably 1990. 1990 or 1991. Yeah, yeah. and so you know, for for me, it's, it's it's maybe those buildings were built after that time. Right. And so some of the older stuff was the stuff that just wiped out. Got wiped out. Yeah, yeah. And when you're talking about a 15 foot storm surge, if you haven't seen the video, go on the Google. Yeah, and look for and, a 15-foot storm surge yeah. video. Look for uh, Fort Myers storm surge, and yeah. there's plenty of video out there. There's one angle, which is looking up uh, one of the highways, and uh, there are signs and other things like that. The storm surge comes in, and then it comes in, yeah. and then it, it comes, comes in. in, and you're like, wow, that's uh, that's a lot. Yeah. And then... It, it, then later, there's another video of it, and nothing. There's like the big, uh, the big apartment complex or hotel, and everything else everything is gone. Else is gone. Yeah. yeah, it's just very, very like it's yeah. like someone took an eraser and went, nope, an eraser. And, and there's one that's like looking up a street, and there's some palm trees and a, and some sort of building, some sort of business. And the storm surge comes in and it floods the street, and then it comes in and it's flooding the palm trees and it's hitting the building. And then you kind of see the building start to float, and then it comes in more, and you watch the building float down the street. Yep. Yeah, and that's the end of that. Yeah. And then they show afterwards, and again, it's just sand everywhere. There's nothing. The palm trees look, they got like three fronds on them. Um, and that's another sad thing about all of this, the amount of wind, uh, sustained wind that came through the central Florida area. People don't know that their trees in six months will be dead. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a lot of trees out there where there were people out there raking up all. Oh, I only lost little branches. Yeah. Well, there used to be a you know a, a couple of hundred and something foot tree in my fr- in the front yard of the bunker uh, that after Hurricane Irma six months later it was dead. Yeah, 
because they just never grew any leaves back. Yeah, because all all of its growth was 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 killed. Yeah, and there's a one of my neighbors had a tree that split. Yeah, it was you know had a big branch and it branched and sort of split the trunk down maybe a foot from where the branch was connected, and they just took that branch off. But it's like that tree's going to die now because it's there's too much trauma. And and it's sad to see big trees go. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm always sad to see big trees go. It makes yeah. me really really sad. Yeah. Because uh, well, you, they don't grow back. You know, they go away. Yeah. yeah. They go away forever. It takes a couple hundred years for them yeah. to get there. And uh, you know, like I said, we had a big one come down you know, on the property here. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it could have gone a whole lot worse. Yeah. A whole lot worse. Fortunately, uh, your neighbor's house was in the way. For, fortunately, the neighbor's house deflected it first, <laughs> and then it just skated by the house. So. Yeah. Just took the railing off the off the outside, but yeah, but it's a good time. Uh, but most of the folks that I know, uh, flooding was the biggest concern. Yeah, uh, you know, when you, when you're looking at glass doors and there's two feet of water outside, yeah. the question goes: So how are you getting out? Yeah. yeah, and it's like, well, not the front of the house. Yeah, and we can't get the car. They couldn't get their cars out of the garage because the garage had the same amount of white water weight on it. Well, you know, and, and I, I get that. My my concern was was twofold. It was it was wind. It's yeah. so much rain that the wind would knock over a big tree. Yeah, right. Like what happened to your thing? And it's a sustainable. It's a sus- sustained. The sustained wind. And it's the wind that's hitting at a you know eighty five miles an hour for a day. There are two <laughs> very big, very old trees. Not in my yard, but. No. I'm Close within by. I'm within striking distance of both those trees, yeah. and I was a little worried about that. And the other thing is, is because I I live uh, kind of downtown, all of the power lines are above ground. So I have a, a power line running from a pole across the street to my house, and I was worried it would come down. Yeah. And if it comes down, then it's on my cars, and I'm like, should I put my car on the road? But I really don't. The road's going to flood. I really don't want to put it on the road. Um. So I didn't, but it fortunately didn't come down. I didn't lose yeah. power. So. Well, friend of the show, Max, uh, he posted a picture on his Instagram on Wednesday. He's closer to where it came on shore. He's uh, mm-hmm. a, a little bit south of where it came up. And uh, a tree decided that his truck would be a great place to, yeah. to live. Yeah. And uh, that's where it, or actually to die. Yeah. And it dropped a big old uh, trunk on, uh, on on his truck. Yeah. So, uh, so that's, that's how widespread this is, but, you know, but I got to ask, you know, there's places like, uh, Coral Gables, Mm. which is basically a waterfront community. You have, you have canals in between, you know, every, every house has waterfront and is basically a canal, Mm -hmm. but it's at sea level on the Gulf, just North of Fort Myers. And I, I I don't know. I haven't heard exactly what the what the damage there, but you, you know, with it got twelve feet of storm surge. So are we going to let them build houses back there? Again? See, that's a question that the peanut gallery and I were talking about earlier. Uh, there was a, there's a there was a Reddit post that asked that very question: Should we permit people to just rebuild in the same place as yeah. before uh, after knowing a? Storms are going to happen again. And right. B, global warming is going to raise sea level. Yeah. Do we let them build the same house or a house that is stilted? It's, it's, ra- it's, but, its first floor is just open. You know, what, what do you but, do at but that But how point? tall do you make it? 
Like we had twelve foot storms. It could have easily been fifteen. You're oh gonna, yeah, you're going to mandate that every house is three stories tall with the first two stories being empty? I, I don't think so. Yeah. And and in addition to that, now you've got all of this debris and service and stuff that the community has to take care yep. of, right? You've got fire and rescue and all of that burden on them for something that is predictable to happen. You yep. don't you don't know what year it's going to happen, but you know sometime in the next ten years. Well, certainly in 20 years, because it's happened twice in 20 years, it's going to happen. Yeah. And you know that uh, absolutely a lot of those properties are investment properties. Right. That they are snowbird properties. Vacation they are vacation homes. homes. They are things that are people's second resident. Not that residence. Not their first residence. Right. And so, therefore, who, if they are not there, because they evacuated to wherever right. their primary residence is, right. uh, back, to, back, back to wherever it was, uh, who takes care of all of that debris and yeah. everything else? Well, it turns it into the community at that point. Right. And so now, you know, do, would the community want to rebuild that, right. you know, those homes? The I, way I, I think it's, it's worth, you know... It's a good question. It's a good question. And I, I, I think it's ultimately going to be insurance companies that say, yeah. yeah, you have insurance, we'll, we'll pay to rebuild. But if you rebuild where you have it... Yeah, no one will insure you. Well, it's that way right now. Uh, I was speaking with the adjuster that came out to deal with that previous yeah. water deal. I mean, I already sched- I had already had him scheduled to come out to you know today, mm-hmm. uh, you know, two weeks after the incident occurred. And uh, when he called me yesterday, you know, the storm was just leaving, and he called right. me, oh, "Hey, you're going to be around?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll be around." Where do you think I would be? <laughs> I'm like, "You're working," and he's like, "Yeah, we're back to normal operations tomorrow." And I'm like. That's insane. Yeah. That is literally <laughs> insane. But, but they have to come out and look at damage. So. Right, right, right. And he was going out looking at other people's damage, too. But he is a residential... Not, he doesn't mm-hmm. do damage stuff. Right. He does the stuff that was... He'll get on that after he sees all of his clients um, you know, that are not storm-related. And he came out and he said, you know, the big problem that we have is that there used to be a selection of insurance companies in mm-hmm. Florida. Um, and he put the blame directly where it belongs, and that was on the current government in the mm-hmm. state of Florida. Yeah, He said, uh, you know, the current government in the state of Florida, unfortunately, is not being very friendly uh, or, or managing insurance very well. Right. Because they just don't seem to care. Yeah, they don't. You know, and, and and that was very telling to me because he says, yeah, we're down to two or three companies. Yeah. You know, one is sponsored by the state, and then there's two, there's a couple of others, and that's it. And after this, he says, we don't know who's going to be here after that. It might just be the one sponsored by the state. Yeah. Because they're the only one that can handle the amount of money that it takes to fix these disasters. Right. Um, I, you know... The governor is very, uh, very, very happy and talking about his his budget overage that he has mm-hmm. of twenty two billion dollars that he has in right. his coffers, and that may not be enough to cover. Yeah. Well, also, he can't budget it to cover the disaster right. because he's out there going, "Hey, don't forget, go to Florida disaster or whatever, or text blah blah blah, uh, and donate to the hurricane relief funds." Uh, which I'd like to know who's controlling the ones yeah. that he has on his Twitter feed. You mean his his re-election, uh, hurricane re-election yeah. funds? Yeah, exactly. Uh, because I'd like, again, I'd love to know who's controlling those because of it, and who's skimming money off of them. Yeah. Because that is, that shouldn't be occurring. Yeah. Every, you should every, not have a political figure who's doing that. Everything's a grift with him. And and I even wondered, and this is, this is bad of me, when he declared, you know, the 57 counties is natural... As, as a as a disaster zone, mm-hmm. 
I'm like, who's profiting off of that? Yeah, well, um, and it and mobilizes a lot of state and 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 opens up to federal dollars, right? If but, he does, but that. Are, you know, is there is there a county commissioner that that's in his pocket that's now going to get an extra money coming in that he can skim a little off of for his own rescue company, right? Yeah. What where's because it was it was places that were not immediately in the zone, yeah. Um, that you know you you could see you know anywhere from from the the armpit down to Fort Myers, but right? He did he did Panhandle and mm-hmm. lots of places inland, and it's like you know. Four days before it showed up, yeah. Um, and again, he's he's. We know that everything is a grift. We know right. that everything that's going well, on is 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 going to be problematic. And I'm not even saying that that it was a grift. I think yeah. it was good that he did that. Yeah. My 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 belief is that somebody in there is grifting, and he knows it, and he's getting part of it because that's how he's done everything else. Yeah. Um, and uh, unfortunately, this didn't take away from his. Uh, his most recent scandal for sending the people to Martha's Vineyard. Right. Uh, he uh, is still catching every time he would post something on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Immediately, the first first or second comment, uh, which got upvoted a lot, was uh, always about, uh, well, it wouldn't it be nice if you would have, if you would have spent that $12 million right. on preparing for the hurricane yeah. or... Or what? Now, hey, where's that twelve million dollars, Ron? We need you to put that in the coffers to work on this bridge or something. Right? right. You know. Yeah. So it's 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 sad to see, but he's not the only politician that was out there talking about the hurricane. Yep. Uh, former governor and current senator Rick Scott, mm. Lord Voldemort himself, a governor alien. Ed, Do you say everyone should just pull their house up by its bootstraps. Uh, he has been traveling the state. Just all over the state to disaster areas. To he was down in the hurricane center with a you know a, a smart looking uh, uh, working man shirt. He wasn't wearing his normal suit. It was mm-hmm. a working man shirt and a pair of jeans. Now I'll tell you right now, they had just come out of the package. Yeah, um, they were pressed. There were creases. There were you could you could file you you, you could. Yeah, yeah, you could, you could, yeah. Who creases their pants anymore? Who creases their jeans? Yeah, yeah. But you could, (laughs) but you could have probably uh, uh, cut paper on the creases on his pants. Uh, He is uh, so he, but he's, and I guarantee you, the reason he is being this visible is because he's he is considering a run for the presidency in uh, in twenty twenty four, and he wants to make sure that his face is associated with. He was in the Hurricane Center, and he was in Lee County, and he was looking at the damage, and he was here, he was there. Uh, you know, just so he can point when, when, when old Ron DeSantis says, well, I was there for this, he can go, no, I was, I was there before you. I was there before. No, it's never with neither. These people have not been in the same place. And by the way, Marco Rubio, nowhere to be found, but he is all over social media saying, uh, you know, pray for Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Blessed is the Lord. Blessed is, blessed is us and blessed is the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's. But not to be outdone. Yeah. Matt Gates. (laughs) Yeah. Not to be outdone, Matt Gates, who we know very recently. You mean the the, the mega Twitch streamer? <laughs> he he did get on Twitch and he started his own with, show with his sixth um, six uh, viewers. Yeah, whole six. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't even have tens of, of viewers. No. Just six. No. He's he's got ones of viewers. he got ones of viewers. Uh, he was all over. Never mentioned the hurricane once nice. on anything that was going on. This man is in a. He is a representative from the Panhandle. 
You know, that's a very good way of spelling it, sir. That's yeah. deliberate. That is perfect. Uh, and he was all over, all over Twitter, just yelling and screaming about, you know, uh, various the uh, election fraud and oh, the oh, if they can come after me for what they did and I'm completely innocent. Remember, they said yeah. we don't have enough credible witnesses right. to convict him. They didn't say he was innocent. No. They said we don't have enough credible witnesses. Yeah. Uh, didn't say he didn't yeah. do it. Didn't we, say they didn't we, have evidence that he did we it. We do it. We have, we have people who said he did it. We have yeah. receipts that he did it. Yeah. But when we put them up in front of the jury, the defense will, will rip them to shreds and put yeah. enough doubt that you will, he will get off. Right. So, you know, he's fresh off that and he's constantly making it as if, oh, well, I, they, they're, they're accusing me because it was all political. Yeah. Yeah. Um, giving money to someone's college that, fund or for books. Every despot says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just like every criminal, I'm innocent. I didn't do it. Yeah, well, yeah maybe. <laughs> um, maybe. Maybe not. They could have. They could not have. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it but that that disheartened me mm-hmm. because you're thinking about a person who was elected to do public service, yeah, and they're talking about themselves. Uh, the governor, oddly enough, has not said anything campaigny this whole right. time. Right? No, I, which I've is good. Been impressed by that. Yeah. I, I figured he would take the opportunity. I'm sure there's going to be campaign ads with him being all governor-y in the in the hurricane. Yeah. But but at the moment he is just doing his job, and yeah. I'm like, and it's I, so nice. I didn't expect it. This is this yeah. is nice. It, it does. He, he got he something happened that he is competent to deal with. And as again, when government works. It's invisible, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be invisible. Yep. Yep. I don't understand. Well, you know, it's it's like IT, right? When uh, when when your computer is working and the internet is working and you can print to your printer, no problem. Everything's yeah. great. Yeah. But if anything happens to disrupt that, immediately uh, IT doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they all need to be fired. I mean, that, I've heard that drumbeat happen over and over <laughs> again. It reminds me of a of a George Carlin bit that that I remember where he's talking about driving, and he's talking about. Do you ever notice how everyone who goes uh, slower than you is an idiot, <laughs> and everybody who goes faster than you is a maniac? Yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Whoa, that maniac! It's like get out of my way, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like that. It's like it is great until it's. Something doesn't work, and it's like, they're a bunch of idiots. They don't know what they're doing. Well, and the biggest thing that I saw people posting about, whether it was on Reddit or, or if it was on Twitter or Facebook or, or Instagram, is the biggest fear that they all that people had was losing power, not because they wouldn't have power for their iron lung or so that they could you know cook on an electric cooktop. It's because they wouldn't have air conditioning. You know, I grew up in a house you know, a long time. You know, when I was growing up here in Florida, without ace, without air conditioning in the in my region of the house, you would go into a section of the house that had air conditioning if you wanted to right. be in air conditioning. Yeah, you know, it was it was one of those things, and so I grew up with that. So whenever someone's like, "Oh, but you know, you are you going to evacuate because you know if, if you lose power, you won't have any air conditioning," I just I just laugh directly in their faces. Yeah. And uh, you know, and Peanut Gallery was here, and I looked at her. Uh, on Tuesday afternoon, and I said, do you want to go somewhere else if we lose power? I said, because for me, no problem. 
I mean, I, I can live here with no power, no AC, no nothing, windows open, uh, sitting in the backyard, no power for days, doesn't bother me at all. And, uh, and Vina Gallery was, uh, was, was said, well, where am I going to go? <clears throat> Northward? Yeah. Isn't that what it was? Yeah, go to, go to Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A condo that's cut up, that, that was, uh, that was, uh, said to be, uh, evacuated. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, a yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. Here, Myrtle Beach, nice about this time. Of year. Yeah. But that's the whole thing. Where where are you going to go? With a storm yeah. the size that that we were at, where do you go? You're going you're going to Miami. You're yeah. going to South Beach. But they had it before we had it. Yeah, but it's been two days. So you, yeah. <laughs> but you have to drive through it to <laughs> get there. That's yeah. true. You had to drive And the roads. And uh, again, two things you don't want to do in a hurricane. Yeah. Uh drive. <laughs> And, and boat <laughs> and uh, and boat and yeah, <laughs> both of them will kill you. Will get yeah, you killed. And there and it's because of the sudden uh, water over a road. Right. And now you're like, uh, I can drive through that. No, 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 you can't. Yeah. Well, um, and, it's, and it's not just that. You yeah. just don't know that the road is still there. Mm. In addition to floating away, yeah. you don't you don't know that the road hasn't been washed out, and, and it'll be and a four, three foot drop, a three foot drop, and yeah. then you're underwater. Yeah. And there is a road that is uh, one of the only roads to several of the keys right. in, uh, you know, in, uh, the key, yeah, in, in, in Siesta Key and all those yeah. others where the, there's a four foot gap, five foot gap between where the road has just been washed straight away, mm-hmm. you know. And so, but there was water over it a while ago. Yeah. 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 If, it, you know, you're driving through six inches of water, you don't yep. know. And my, you... <laughs> and my favorite thing, it was, uh, this, it was, was these guys in Jeeps lifted big lifted jeeps and one jeep is parked on this side of the road there's another car that's over here and there's water all over the road and uh i'm like well why is everyone stopped this is and i'm looking at the picture i'm looking at the picture and then i realize it's just a back wheel of a jeep that is above the water yeah meaning there's a jeep underwater right there you know and that will happen. That, yeah. that you cannot trust when you're going through water. Now, uh, growing up here in Florida, uh, there would be heavy rainstorms in the afternoon, you know, in, in summer mm-hmm. afternoons, and sometimes roads would get a little water on them. Uh, and Col- uh, Col- 50 and McGuire was a good one before yeah. they fixed the drainage there, where it would get two or three feet of water in, mm-hmm. in it on a good rainstorm. And you'd see people constantly. And then I drove through behind another car because he had the whole bow wave thing and mm-hmm. going and i was in a 86 fiero so uh oh nice yeah so basically it was six inches off the ground yeah, yeah, already yeah. yeah um but very hermetically sealed i find out uh as i'm driving uh the back end raised off and that's where the wheels drove and yeah. so my my tack went from a thousand all the way you know 1200 up to like seven thousand all of a sudden when my wheels broke off the when it started floating yeah yeah, and then they caught again, and I got out. I'm like, well, never doing that again ever. Yeah, and I've never driven through water since. Yeah, I was I, like 19 years old. I, I mean, I, yeah, never, never do it. Mm-mm. I mean, honestly, if there was water in the street in front of my house and I had to drive, I would, I would do that. Yeah, but, but I know the street, and I know it's not washed out. Yeah. So yeah, which um, which is funny because I was looking on Instagram just before we started the show, and a friend of the show, uh, Mandy from Sideward. Uh, there's a giant hole in her street. Nice. And she, she's like, and it was like, uh, uh, open like a circle around the hole. Uh, here's the hole. Here's my house. Yeah. You know, it's like, and there's a caution tape all the way around. Yeah. And it's big enough to eat a car. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, 
Yeah. So uh, so don't drive through standing don't drive water. To standing water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you know that the streets quote the streets there. Yeah. Uh, if you really want to know what to do, uh, you know, go ahead and wade. Through. No, that's the worst idea too. That's uh, don't go wading through. Yeah. Ask somebody standing by watching you if they'll wade through for you. Yeah. Exactly. And if they're sitting there watching, they know something. <laughs> they know what's if going there's on. a group of people watching the standing water, they, they got their phones out videoing yeah, you're yeah. driving up. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. They know what's going. They know on. what's going on. So. Yeah. But yeah, it was it's it was surprisingly stressful. Yeah, and uh, and I think that's one of the things that people don't don't realize too. And I think that that we all have the same level of the story. And yeah. and, and go ahead and talk about what your stress was. No, it's just the the whole the whole you know you you were paying attention to it. Hopefully, some mm-hmm. people weren't apparently, mm-hmm. but uh, you're in Florida. You should be paying attention to these things. And then you do the preparation, and you say, okay, it's going to come. We need to get food, water, you know. Yeah. Fill the cars with gas, all of that, um, and then you wait and you say, "Okay, it's maybe it's not going to hit us." And then it's like, "Oh crap, it's going to hit us!" And then for this storm, you've got twenty four freaking hours yeah. before it actually starts getting bad, and that that was really stressful. And then the whole night when it was here, because it hit us in, in at night. No sleep, no, you know, trying to batten down hatches. Mm-hmm. I, I had leaky water through the door, all that kind of stuff. And then the next day, you're just, I didn't get any sleep. I couldn't sleep. Uh, you know, I, fortunately, work was very understanding. <laughs> um, and, uh, I mean, I work, I work remote for a company but, in Virginia. But so, still, yeah. that, that's another one that gets me is you're working remote in a natural disaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're like, well, at least they were. At they, least they, they were understanding. They were, they were to do what you need to do. I mean, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't like you know. Yeah, we, you got to put in eight hours uh, later. No, it was like whatever. <laughs> um, and so, and they were. They were carrying. I mean, they made sure I was okay. Oh. And then thinking about all of the things I had to do to clean up mm-hmm. the house, and then you know, is the roof damaged? Is the is the siding damaged? Is was there, did a tree hit us? You know, all of that just was stressful. Yeah. And until today, when I got everything cleaned up and inspected, it was still stressful. Yeah, uh, and and it's sort of traumatic. The whole night was traumatic because you, it really felt like things were going to go bad at any moment. Yeah, I think the the best way to talk about about a hurricane, especially a slow moving one like yeah. this one was, and this was slow moving and destructive. Yeah, the worst part about this was how much is it going to slow? How how so? How much is it going to break up by the time it gets here? You know, some projections were like, oh, it's going to be a cat two when it hits here, 135 mile an hour winds. And I'm like, well, I've been hit by that before. Okay. Uh, I've been through that. It's going to be, it's going to be a mild but, tropical storm. But not for 24. The sp- it was moving at eight miles an hour. Or five at some yeah, point. Yeah, five and eight miles an hour, which yeah. is 135 mile an hour winds or 100, 100 mile an hour winds. Right. For that long, they don't test structures for no, that. They no. test it for instantaneous. They test right. it for you know load bearing. They don't test it for here. We're going to blow a fan on this on on this a model of a structure for twenty four hours and 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 inundate it with rain. Yeah, yeah. While while spraying it with a hose, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so it's like uh, I think the best description is it's it's like being stalked by a turtle. <laughs> you know, it's coming at you. You can see it, and you're like, is that turtle getting closer? <laughs> yeah. That turtle's getting closer, right? Nah, I'm, I'm crazy. That turtle's not getting closer. Turn around. That turtle's... That turtle's teeth are getting bigger, too. He's getting bigger. That son of a bitch. Yeah, no, I, I, I just... The whole thing was, was stressful. And now that it's 
done and you know i've got most of the yard cleaned up and there wasn't really any damage to the house there's some things i have to do for the next time but you know there's no hurry um you know i I feel a certain amount of stress but i'm still still wired from it all yeah well we were clear i mean i was sitting in here in 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 here yesterday uh just around noon Mm -hmm. uh peanut gallery was was, uh finally laid down for a nap and all I and suddenly it's like I hear a, like a noise and then I hear a thud and then I hear some shouting from my neighbors mm-hmm. and I'm like, what the heck happened? And I look over my shoulder and there's a tree yeah. <laughs> looking at me <laughs> and I'm like, is that railing gone? Yeah, that railing is gone. Yeah. I mean, it's gone. And then I'm like, how much of that tree is above? Because I was thinking, you know, yeah. that it's on my roof and that, it, that it's coming through. And then I'm like, well, well, I guess I'm going to step out and take a look. So I have to go around and you know, go around so I'm not stepping on the area just in case it's, you know, it's damaged mm-hmm. or whatever. And I look and I'm like, huh, that is the absolute luckiest place for that tree to land. Right. right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, all, all told... Um, the heaviest part of that tree, which, and it was all because, you know, I have neighbor, I have some neighbors like you have neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I removed any bad trees, any, any, any bad limbs, you know, bef- way before hurricane season. And if I see a problem, I, 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 right. I, I, I address it. Well, some other people don't do that. And, and then they're like, ah, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Oh, that thing's been standing forever. Well, I guarantee you when I finally, you know, cut that tree up, uh, because my, I got a lot on my property, uh, we're going to find that the trunk of that tree is hollow, yeah, it was you know, <laughs> that it was just not a healthy tree, yeah. you know, and it was held up by maybe by a lot of vines that mm-hmm. were holding it up. Cause we, you know, painter gallery, I spent some time just yanking vines, yeah. you know, and, and that covers up a lot of evils, yeah. you know, that's, that's the trees. The the one the one that fell near me. It yeah. didn't come near the house or anything, but I heard it in the middle of the night. I heard something fall, and I couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah. And so the next day, I, I as soon as it was clear, I walked around the neighborhood. I didn't see any big tree branches. I still didn't know what happened. But my neighbor pointed out that a tree. She thought it was from my yard, but it was actually the yard behind me had fallen. You know, again fortuitously in between houses. Um. And taken out some fence, and it was it was, but it was a huge tree. But it had been covered with vines. It was a sort of volunteer tree from a tree that had been kind. It was a, it was they left like a twenty foot stump, like yeah. the main trunk of a big oak tree. And this was a volunteer, but it, you know, it was two and a half feet around or so. So it had been there for fifty years, yeah. and had rotten in the middle, and it just fell over. And there's their whole yard is half dead trees covered with vines. Yeah. Because it's it's probably a rental, and they just nobody yep. pays any attention to it, and that's what happens. And and again, that goes back to that whole community thing, right? I yeah. mean, I the first thing that I did, uh, you know, was check in with with my neighbors mm-hmm. to see, and the the neighbors on one side are you know renting, and so I checked in with the na- the longtime neighbor that we went through Irma with, yeah. talked to her, hey, how are things going? You know, oh, good, you saw power, yeah, I got power. Hey, you worried about anything? No, nah, things things to me pretty good. And then that was in the morning, and we did a whole walk around what was still drizzling. And then, uh, oh, I mean, the water was up. It's the highest I've ever yeah. seen it. But then again, the river had gone up 10 solid yeah, feet. Yeah. So that'll do that. 
but uh but beyond that i mean it's not going to cover not going to hurt us at all, at all here but uh it hurt a lot of families in this area yeah. and uh there are folks that uh you know and the state of florida doesn't require you to carry flood insurance right uh it's a cost savings and so one third of the people in the state do opt not to have flood insurance right so that's gonna be a lot of people i mean we're talking uh i'm hearing numbers in the billions yeah uh in damage and i'm saying that that's 61 billion yeah. for florida yeah um and then south carolina is currently being buffeted by yeah. it yeah. uh they got a cat one out of this from the and, and i saw um charleston was underwater yeah um so yeah there's there's a lot of a lot of damage there as well yeah it's, it all in all all in all ian ian was a bastard mm-hmm. um could have been worse could have been worse. Just that's, that's, just, that's my mantra about I, all of this. It I always it can be worse. Feel for the people who live in Punta Gorda, mm-hmm. because you know, in in August thirteenth, two thousand four, Hurricane Charlie was supposed to hit Tampa and didn't, and it <laughs> went straight up the bay and smacked into Punta Gorda mm-hmm. and decimated the, and then it hit Orlando and yeah, people were out of power for two weeks. Yeah, um, and this. Hurricane kind of took the exact same path. It's going to hit Tampa. And then diverted. And <laughs> oh, so it's going yeah. straight up that bay. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel bad for it. But on the other hand, don't don't live there. Yeah. Don't I, I get it. Don't don't live by the water. Um, yeah. And and there are folks I, I hope there weren't a lot of people that did not that did not heed the warning. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, there are folks who are on the East Coast who are like, ah, it's coming out on the West Coast. No big yeah. deal. Well, you have to realize when you live on a barrier island, yeah. uh, they close all the bridges down. Yeah. <laughs> all of them are closed down. And you cannot get off that island now. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, if the bridges get damaged, like down yeah. south, a bunch of bridges have been damaged yeah. now. They've closed like Route 41. Uh, yeah, like the bridge to Sanibel Island. If you're on yeah. Sanibel Island, you, you can't get off. And you yeah. probably can't get off for months. Yeah. Because the, they have to recertify those bridges. And with our crumbling infrastructure, yeah. that's going to be really, really bad. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, like I said, unfortunately for us, uh, people will not, you know, people have been, oh, I've been through hurricanes before. What, uh, one, of the, one of the interviews with somebody who stayed on Sanibel, I mean, admittedly, it was an older, older lady. She was 87. Yeah. She thought said, "Well, they said it was going to hit Tampa," and I'm like, "Well, they said it was going to hit Tampa on Monday, yeah, or Sunday, and then it was going to, you know, it was going to hit Sarasota, and then and it's like it was slowly. If you were if you paid any attention at all, you knew you had a chance of getting hit, yeah. and being on a barrier island is the worst place to be when you get hit. Um, and if you look at like the Fort Myers pictures of boats, yeah." It's like someone just picked up all the boats and put them on the shoreline. I mean, lots and lots of them. Right. You know, for me, it's, uh, I, I, I just, again, my heart goes out to everybody who's been affected by the storm. Uh, and that it is a lot of us. Yeah. No, I, 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 if I'm critical, it's not, yeah. it's not personal. Yeah. Um, oh, the, no, the whole, I don't think anybody should live. I, I, again, I, we, when we moved down here in, in the 80s, uh, I, I, you know, we were very adamant of not living you know, on the coasts right. of Florida. Well, as, as I explained to a friend of mine, you know, I don't live near a lake or a river. You know, I, 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 the, I have to express street flooding. I'm not looking at yeah. 
at ground flooding. I'm sort of halfway down a, you know, a slope. I hate to call it a hill, but it's a slope. <laughs> and, and I said, yeah, well, you know, that's because I can't afford to live by a lake or a river. If I, if I had more money, I might have bought a house there and yeah. regretted it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I really question whether we should, we should re, I mean, when Sandy destroyed New Jersey, there was a lot of talk about saying, no, you can't rebuild. And then they let people rebuild. Yeah. Because it is just going to get destroyed again. And, and we shouldn't be supporting the idea that we're going to rebuild our house every four years or 20 years or 10 years. Yeah. At somebody else's expense. That's just not. Well, I mean, look at look at the look at the Midwest. Look at Oklahoma. Um, Every year, tornadoes tear Oklahoma up. Oklahoma, Kansas, uh, you know that whole area in there. And every year, missionaries go and they help the people to rebuild their towns where those where those tornadoes rip through. And every year, the people of uh, the 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 nations of uh, the the first nations uh, go and they sit up on the hills and they they watch the white man rebuild all the buildings year after year yeah. after year. And, and, and again, you can, you can build houses that are more in tune with that landscape mm-hmm. and are not as affected by tornadoes. We just choose not to. Yeah. Because yep. we like the idea of, you know, towns the, the prairie like towns. house. Yeah. yeah. But again, if you really want to want to solve that problem, you build a uh, you build houses that are not up but down. Right. That, that, exactly. And especially in the environment that you're in, in the winters it's perfectly mild, and right. in the summers it's perfectly right. mild because you're below ground. You have groundwater problems, but that's yeah. a solvable problem. And not having to rebuild your house every year or every five years or every however often it is yeah. is important. Yep. Oh yeah. And for me, I, you know, I, again, having seen that. It just makes me and and seeing the fact that the First Nations are like, yeah, we never built in that valley. Yeah, <laughs> that's where tornadoes go. We yeah. we never we our, our our people have never built in that valley. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you all know what you're doing, so go go on right ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and with with the changes in the climate, we don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. Um. So well, I I did see that. Uh, I don't know if it was Ben Shapiro or Spencer or one of the others who uh, pollutes my timeline on mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, they said, "Well, uh, climate change that hoax that 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 it's a big grift." So uh, so don't pay any attention to I it. I think that was Ben Shapiro. Yeah, big grift. Yeah, that, that, that climate change is a big grift. Yeah, but I don't understand how you can say that when uh, you th- and my favorite was. Between 18-something, they took a, a span of years, and they said, well, this was the number of hurricanes in the 1800s. And then they took another span of years, and they said, which were 2011 to now, and they said, this is the same number of hurricanes in the same span. Mm. And it's like, well, what's the big problem? I mean, I, there's been hurricanes. It's the same number of hurricanes in the same ten, in, in a 10-year right. span. We're just in a time when it's more active hurricanes. And the answer is... What were the intensities of those yeah. uh, hurricanes in yeah. the 18th? Were they hurricanes? Like what, a hurricane? We they didn't have a scale for it, and the only scale you had was the chicken scale, right? Where it'd be like chicken, yeah, and another chicken, no, and, oh, and, up same chicken, and they've been keeping track of the scale. I forget when it. We should look up when it when it comes in uh, when it came into being, but. But the hurricane, the Cat 5s and Cat 4s, uh, I think have been all been in the last 10 years. Yeah, they all have. Except for like Camille, which is 1960, and then there was another one in 1930. But, 
but recently the most destructive ones have been in you know this this century and that's that's telling it was developed in 1971 it's a safford simpson scale. scale yeah 1971 yeah. So before 1971, so you can't say, oh, well, you know, the, there have been the same number of hurricanes. Well, that's yeah. like saying, yeah, 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 um, we had the same number of, uh, you know, of, uh, I don't know, grains of rice, yeah. you know, in, 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 a, in a container. But uh, these are all infected with, uh, <laughs> with botulism, right. and those were not. But they can tell by, by the degree of damage. They can tell by the number of deaths, right? Right. But the thing is, it's, they're less deadly now, right? In quotes, less right. deadly, uh, because we can avoid them. Yeah, <laughs> we can get the people out of the way. But if you look at Fiona that just hit last week, yeah. uh, that was one that slipped right past my radar because it was, you know, they 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 showed the prediction. They said, "Oh, it's it's not going to affect the United States." Yeah. Well, it did. It, it did. affected Puerto Rico. Yeah. And the Dominican Republic before it spun off into the ocean and became a fish storm. But, yeah. but uh, there, you know, and if you look at Puerto Rico, they still haven't recovered from Hurricane Irma yeah. in 2017. Most people treat Puerto Rico like their appendix. They mm. just pretend it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is sad. It's very sad. Well, and uh, <laughs> I think it was uh, uh, that great poet, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Mm. Uh, who stated, uh, why don't we just take care of Americans and not take care of these other foreign people? Yeah. You know, let's take care of the 50 states of the United States, not the 51, including the Ukraine. That was literally one from today. Yeah. Um, that she voted against the budget because it had money in it for the Ukraine. Yeah. So, so in case you didn't know, a bunch of Republicans, I believe. 205. All of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, 205. One did not vote. One did not. Did not. So, so yeah. yeah, probably Liz Cheney um, voted against the federal budget, which would keep the country running mm-hmm. uh, for a year. So yeah. they, they, they literally wanted to shut down the government. And they voted against uh, veterans. Mm-hmm. And they voted against, this is the best one. They they voted against mental health care for for children's schools. For schools. Yeah, for schools. When they consistently say it ain't no gun problem, it's, it's a, a mental, mental health, health problem, problem in yeah. schools. Yeah. And they, they apparently it's not. Apparently it is a gun problem because they voted <laughs> against uh, mental health for for school age kids. Um, yeah, it's it. They're, basically, they're just the party of no. Yeah, and that's it, where they are. It currently. doesn't. They the Republicans should be just ignored. Until they come up with an actual set of policies that make that they want to pursue, besides whatever you're doing, I don't want to do it. And they don't even give a good reason. No. It's just like it's bad. Yeah, they make up. They make up something like we're giving money to Ukraine. We should be giving it to Russia. And you know we are probably going to give money to Russia eventually when their economy collapses and their country collapses and they need help. Yeah, because so. it's better to be compassionate and empathetic to the people of a country than spiteful and spiteful just for the sake of being spiteful, which is where they are at this point. And if you're not sure about that, you should read about the Marshall plan after world war two. And the other one that gets me is, is you noticing that all around what you know, we're here in a, in a disaster. We're watching, you know, a storm slowly come at us and, 
you know, there's nothing else to do but wait. But watch, yeah. So, uh, so you know, my my coping mechanism, of course, let's watch some movies or whatever. So we watched uh, Thor, then Thor Dark, what a Dark Terror to a Dark Terror, whatever was yeah. the second one, then then the third one, and then uh, the Ragnarok was Ragnarok, yeah. So basically, it was a uh, it was a God of Thunder series. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah. nice. Did you watch the, the and last then watch Love and Thunder? Yeah, yeah. I I I, I thought, really enjoyed it. Well, so <laughs> I wasn't going to watch it. This, this yeah. is stupid, but I really enjoyed it. I did. Too. I thought it was a was very well really good. Really well yeah. done. I I I watched the uh, directors cuts of lord of the rings of course because what else are you going to do for 36 hours that's what you're going to do <laughs> but yeah for for me that was you know so but but while doing that you know you're sitting there and i've seen the movies before except for love and thunder we were waiting for that one to come up and of course i'm looking at my phone and it's like every you know lauren <laughs> lauren bobert yeah you know marjorie taylor green and and this and that and there's great news uh if you're if you're single and ready to christian mingle uh, with, coming up after the break. Uh, if she doesn't turn you green, yeah. she might take your heart. That's right, 100%. In, in her, <laughs> while still beating in her hands. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you're looking at all these other, all these people, and, and they have no concern for the fact that, you know, one point, was it 2.7 million people, million households, mm-hmm. didn't have power. Yeah, I mean... They, which they, is 10% of the overall population. I don't know what the actual... They have one. no compassion. You yeah. can throw, you know, Louis Gohmert in there and yeah. Matt Gates and yeah. all of that crew that we know about. Yeah. Ron Johnson. It's yeah. like they they don't have compassion. They're always looking for the angle where they can score. Yeah. And, and you don't want people looking for the angle where they can score running your business or your company or your country. Those are the people you want to like weed out. Yep, and unfortunately, that's that's where we are. And so, when you look at mental, you know, mental health and the amount of exhaustion that that all of us went through, and I mean, I'm just we're all just tired. Yeah, and it's and it's mostly because we didn't sleep, and then we also couldn't sleep because we were hyped up on adrenaline, right. and then you finally sleep and you don't get restful sleep because. A bottle of body wash falls off the shelf into a tub, and yeah. immediately every, you're completely awake. So, so you, you say that, and yeah. oh uh, no, that happened this morning. No, <laughs> it was like I shot up like a light this morning. I, I yeah. you know, I was tired last night, yeah. and so I tried to go to bed at ten. And I did that thing where I I slept for an hour, and then I was awake. Yeah, and it's like I took a nice nap from ten to eleven, and now I'm I'm awake. And so I was up to maybe twelve thirty, and then eventually, you know, went back to sleep. And at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. my cat, uh, who sleeps on the my desk, um, decided to come down maybe to get a snack or something. And she stepped on something next to the desk that was not secured. And she fell, and it fell, and it made this huge clatter. And Ugh. I'm like, hurricane panic. Oh, yeah. Uh, bolt upright. It's like, what the hell? Uh, and then realized what was going on. But at that point, I... I I had adrenaline. I was yeah. I was awake and I couldn't get back to sleep. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm still running on fatigue. Yeah. I, I went to bed I think at I, I didn't sleep most of Wednesday and Thursday. And then I finally got to sleep last night around I don't know 12:31. And then I woke up, you know, I woke I woke up like a shot when that uh, body wash fell off of the shelf in the bathroom into the, into the into the tub. 
uh, for no reason. I mean, yeah. it, it just decided that they wanted to get, it wanted to lay in the in the in the tub. But I knew that it wasn't something bad. Mm-hmm. But it came from the same region of the house as the tree did. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I it, you know it, I can't do anything about that tree until the water recedes. You know, it's it's just one of those things. Yeah. So it's like, <sighs> what is it? Uh, and yeah. then my brain was like. That was this. That was the sound of something hitting metal. Yeah, and I'm fine. But yeah. it was four something in the morning. I I, I said, "Hey, you know, peanut gallery woke up," and I'm like, "No, it's all fine. It's, it's nothing big. It's all good. It's all good." And then she went back to sleep. And then it, I laid sleepless until yeah. like five. And then I'm like, "I'm getting the hell up. Yeah, no, <laughs> make I, some coffee and keep going." I eventually got up and uh, you know made breakfast, yeah. watched youtube videos and then yeah. about 7 30 i got tired and i tried to lay down and go to sleep and then i couldn't and yep. that was it yeah um, yeah so uh you know uh, got to play with my got to play chainsaw in the afternoon just yeah. taking some branches down yeah. you know it's all it's all good and i think that that's where we all can shine on all of this yeah. <laughs> you know so, uh very exhausted uh chainsaw wielding is always the best idea yeah i, I was wielding it <laughs> one-handed for a while because one of the trees that we lost a little tree and it has these really long spindly branches yeah. it was a beautiful tree but it was it was, it was planted in the wrong place my fault <laughs> and uh uh it, it probably needed to come down anyway um but I, I'm trying to cut it up, and the branches are so spindly, the chainsaw is bouncing yeah, it off of them. Off it, yeah. And so I have, I'm wielding it with one hand, stepping on it with my foot, and then holding <laughs> the end of the branch and trying to cut the, it, it was It was pretty good. OSHA right? probably would have had a really interesting, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. OSHA yeah. probably would have had some, some, some words, some for, words yeah, for that. A few words a here few and words. there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, man. Yeah, so exhausted chainsaw is a good time. Yeah. Yep. One-handed chainsaws. <laughs> um, oh, we exhausted one-handed chainsaw. That's even go. better. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, but but I did. I got everything cleaned up today with, with some help, and uh, I feel good about it. And I probably will sleep tonight. Yeah, that's good. And, yeah. One, and once the water recedes, I will uh, I will clean up a tree all the way to my property line and stop. Yeah, because yeah. that's what I'm going. Because that's as the level of petty that I am. Well, it's like it. <laughs> It's up, it's up to them. I mean, I, I, I hate when my neighbor's tree grows over my fence to the yeah. point where it's an intrusion. And but I, I, I will chop the sucker off. Oh yeah, you, know, you, you should, you should know. Like uh, this tree that fell over, my neighbors did that to me, and I, I didn't trim it because it, you're supposed to only trim it certain times a year, and yeah. it's, it's a pain. Well, th- this tree was like ninety feet away. Yeah, no, it's that's, just it's very a big tall. Tree. Yeah. It's just a very tall tree, and and so I didn't I didn't mind, but I was cognizant that they yeah. had to do it. Uh, other people I, in my neighborhood are just like, well, they don't even know, they don't check, they don't look at the trees, they don't look at the backyard, they probably never go back there. Yeah, most likely. Um, but I always feel bad about it. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, on that, I think we'll take a break and uh, have a spot of coffee, and we'll be right back after this. You are listening to One Man Revolution with your host, the Revolutionary. And the Canadian. And that's all. That's, that's all we got. Oh, man. That's some good coffee, a cookie, and here we go. Two old men talking about shaking their fist at clouds. Yep. <clears throat> shaking my fist at Eileen Cannon. Oh, so much, so much problems. Uh, as promised. All right, so let's see here. Oh, this will this will actually go into our uh, into our topic. Um, <laughs> it's like super hoppy, isn't it? 
Yeah. Did you forget about that? No, I didn't. I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't forget that it was super hoppy. I forgot how super hoppy it was. Yes. So this one says, Courage Change Community. This is Victory's Brotherly Love Hazy IPA, which is a 6%. Yeah. And I am drinking Sideward Brewing Electric Funeral, which is maybe the hoppiest beer I have ever drunk. It is, oh, this one's like really well balanced. and It is the opposite of the beer I had in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my God. It's good. I mean, it's very flavorful, but whew, it's, it's got a lot of bite to it. It's very hoppy. Yeah. I will agree. I can smell it from here. Yeah. So, uh, as promised, uh, who's ready, who's single and ready to Christian mingle? That would be Marjorie Taylor Green. And you want to know why? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, because she wants this to be a private matter and, uh, we should not be discussing it. Yeah. So, she, so yeah, to make sorry. sure that it's, it's a private matter for her, um, let's just say she was banging like, her yoga instructor, her gym manager, some yoga instructor dude. Uh, there's been like multiple affairs uh, on her husband, but yeah, but it's but we won't get into the particulars of of her uh, I mean, of, of her holier than thou attitude while still yet um, breaking uh, it, uh, the honor thy husband uh, uh, commandment. It, 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 it's a personal matter, <laughs> and I I respect that. No. no. But she has shown no respect for anybody else. Yeah. So, so yeah, at, at the risk of doing a shotgun later, fuck her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. apparently the yoga instructor had the same idea. <laughs> and this dude, if you've seen this guy, have you seen a picture of this guy? No. Oh, my gosh. All right, I'll, I will find this picture real quick. But uh, I imagine he looks like Aquaman. Uh, he... <laughs> oh, man. Um, M-A-R-G, uh, Taylor... Uh, green. Uh, here we are. Green. Marjorie Taylor Green. Um, oh, in the news. Uh, yeah, getting divorced. Let's see if we can find it. Um, so yeah, so she, so he's divorcing her for uh, the multiple affairs. When asked what the uh, what the reason was for, uh, it was because of her her infidelity, which is amazing when she, because she is so, oh, I'm a Christian. I, I, I love America and I love God. And immediately, you know, yeah, you know, well, I mean, here's the thing that, that, uh, I think they think nobody knows is Christians get horny too. <laughs> and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, What's wrong with it is the hypocrisy. Um, no. Yeah. That that's that's what everybody's upset about. I mean, they, they don't. I mean, getting divorced happens. Now, mind you, if you read the New Testament and you listen to the words of Jesus, not once did he mention man love. No. But he mentions divorce a bunch of times, and divorce to him is the worst sin. So there you go, Christians. Mm-hmm. Onward, Christian soldiers, <laughs> marching for the Lord. <laughs> uh, now, now, do we have to delete that, or is that copywritten? No, that's fine. I yeah, think that one's fine. fine. Oh, there he is. There he is. Right. He, 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 so uh, it, it says, uh, inside Marjorie Taylor Greene's affair with a polyamorous tantric sex guru. Sorry, it wasn't a yogi. It wasn't a yogi. It was a guru. Oh yeah, a guru is a yeah. whole different. Uh, yeah. Um, after meeting him at the gym, there he is. Is he everything you would possibly imagine that he would be? 
Yeah. And you're right. His pants make him look like Aquaman, or at least a superhero of some type. Yeah. They are very sporty. Yeah. And he he is not as good looking as uh, the the January 6th shaman. No, he does. uh, He does craft his chest hair, though. Yeah, it's it's very crafted. But imagine that it's like and and I don't get it. It just doesn't make any I, I, sense. I don't get two things. One, uh, she is a, a, um, an odious person. Yes. So you're you're banging her for some other reason than who she is, right? You're you're either banging her because you get to say, "Hey, I banged Marjorie Taylor Greene," yeah, or you're banging her to blackmail her and get money. Or you're just you're just a you know a star banger. That, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's you, you know you want to get a job from her or something. Yeah, supposedly she met him in a gym in 2012, hmm. <laughs> and then she was also uh, she's also alleged to have been with her gym manager of the same gym. So apparently, when she's going to the gym and doing those jerky pull-ups and mm-hmm. all those other things that are very, very bad for your joints yeah, yeah. And, and everything else, uh, she was also uh, auditioning people to uh, dick her down. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I know it's a private matter, and I wish her husband all the best for finally getting out from under that. There are a million other reasons you could have divorced her. Uh, but this one, at least, you can rub her face in it yeah. all the way out uh, in the polls well, right before she goes up for a, in her election, her re-election campaign. And by the way, how does she? What did she do? Did she shrink away from this? Oh no, no, no! She said it's private matter, right. and then she shot a commercial where she went hog hunting. Yeah, in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Making She's looking a, for a little port. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's using the absolute wrong gun to go ho- uh, helicopter hog gun, yeah. because it's a gun that people will recognize, not the gun you would use to go hog gun. Right. Yeah. Right. She's looking for a little pork butt. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, for Jesus. For Jesus. Pork butt for Jesus. Pork, pork butt for Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I. I mean, I feel bad for anybody going through a divorce. She, she clearly has reaped what she has sown, and uh, and she's, as I say, an odious person. Um, and I don't feel bad for her. No. And whatever, whatever the consequences are. Yeah. I, uh, and again, I, I don't understand how someone could be, and and it's a, it seems to be a constant with politicians. You know, they especially the holy rollers. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, you are a horrible, hor- horrible, odious, terrible person. I don't understand you. Know, the sanctity of marriage. Right. And it's like, um, didn't you have, t- aren't you on your third husband and uh, had multiple affairs? That's private. That is private. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah. No, it, I, the, the, I don't know. I, I find that the real holy rollers tend to be fake and they yeah. are used especially if, if if they are if they're holy rollers but they're they're out there serving the community and in and, and being embraceive of everybody well that's yeah. one thing but newt gingrich is a good is a great example yeah but if yeah. they are out there being judgmental against people it's because they have that problem yep. they are they are projecting their own insecurities on those people yeah and they are turning to religion as a shield against their own insecurities well, doesn't mean they're not succumbing to them. They're well, just, but 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 Canadian, um, I'm just we are all just sinners. Of course, I, I, of course, I fell to the sin to the to the pleasures of the flesh. Of course, right. I did, right. because that's just what's going to happen. Because I am a Christian. I am flawed, yeah. and, and and the Lord the Lord has forgiven me for it. Mm-hmm. 
But, you know, I, I'm a heathen, yeah. therefore I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> well, the other side of that is if you're, if you're any type of, like, uh, science, uh, what, do they, what do they call that? It's uh, uh, not a heathen. <laughs> But a pagan, not a pagan, a person that, that utilizes it. Oh, calm yourself, <laughs> <laughs> Shenatoba, everyone. Um, but uh, it was, uh, it's basically when you are someone who uh, f- does not follow, who is secular, mm-hmm. uh, but you also follow logic. So you have, it's, it's all the secular logic where this person comes to you and says, oh, no, no, I, yes, I, I am flawed and I did this and you shouldn't do any of the things I just said I said that I just did, but, uh, but the Lord has forgiven me and so everything is fine and I can go out and do it again and yeah. the Lord will forgive me again. And as, as a conscientious person who follows a secular pathway, right. looks at you and goes, well, uh, uh, no. Yeah. I'm not just going to set this aside. This is cognitive dissonance here. Yeah. You know, you're saying one thing and doing another uh, constantly. Yeah. And that means you are a horrible person. Yeah. But yet that her, means your moral compass is broken. Yeah, but her followers, I don't think, have a problem with this yeah. because, of course, of course, she she succumbed <laughs> to the play. Did you see it, that man? Did you see his little red pants? It's a cult oh my lord personality, and they yeah. like her because she's she is that she is that hateful person. They don't have to be, and well, they, they are inside yeah. of them that hateful person. Yeah, they hate the, the when you hate the same and, way. But they can't go and tell their boss all that stuff, or they get fired, and their life is ruined. But she can do it, so I like her because she's yeah. doing the stuff, and I she's can't getting do. away with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, for now. Well, and uh, well, the, she took a. Ooh, you, we can't give these kids any money for college. That's ridiculous. Why should a garbage man and a and a and a, and a construction worker pay for someone's college? Uh, how much did you get in PPP money, uh, yeah. Marjorie? How much yeah. did you take and not pay it back? Oh, well, I don't have to pay it back because that's the rule. It said that if we paid it, if we paid our employees, a, hold on. Hey, you know, we can make a yeah. rule that says that college is free. Yeah. And then you won't have a problem with it. And why? And go. again, we are one of the few, uh, you know, industrialized countries that does not train and educate our, our children. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not on the list. And and we we, we do we we give them uh, elementary school. Yep. We give them junior high. Yep. Uh, or middle, middle school. school. Mm-hmm. We give them high school education. Yep. Mm-hmm. We just decided, yeah, that's enough. There's no reason why you can't give them, you know, a trade school education or a four year degree. Yeah. And say this is how we need to school. educate yeah. our students. And there's no reason why you can't say the really dedicated people who show promise that want to continue in a in, and develop a particular knowledge base in a particular uh, region whether that is art history yeah. pottery or or physics yeah we need to say yes we'll pay for you to go become better at this and, and we'll and that's what scholarship is all about right. the idea that oh well this is the base level of education oh you show promise in this here is some this, money for scholarship right yeah, it's not just oh well, uh, and I think the state of Florida was the one that really embraced this idea many years ago with the Florida prepaid and the Florida Bright Future scholarships, but they gave them to everyone. Right. So you end up with students coming in who got the grades in school because they were at an A school, and the A school just gave out grades like uh, like right. candy, right? You know, high grades, and so now they qualify for a scholarship that they shouldn't have qualified for, right? And then they get into there, and it's like, oh, no, you can't give me a bad grade. I'll lose my scholarship. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe you should have worked. Maybe you should have done something to begin with. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and I think that if that was the penalty, 
yeah. that if you don't do the things you're supposed to do, then you lose your scholarship. Then a lot of people would do better. <laughs> yeah, or, and and yeah, some would still lose their scholarship, and some would still. <laughs> I remember yeah. being a, a TA, and there was a, a young lady in my my class, and uh, I'm teaching calculus, and she wants to be an engineer, um, and you know, getting 100 percent on everything, and then kind of not showing to class. And the test was, you know, a 50. Ooh. And then not showing to class. And finally she's in class. And she does terrible on the quiz. And I stopped her after. I said, what's going on? You you were doing really well. You had straight A's coming into this. You're probably still going to get a C. But you need to pull this up because you, you can do it. And this is this is your future, right? This yeah. matters for the next class that you have to take. And she's like, well, there's this boy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he likes to do stuff during the class. And so I miss class. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can say at that point. It's nope. like, well, congratulations. congratulations. Uh, Amer- on your MRS degree. Yeah. Amer- congratulations. America has ruined you yet again. Yeah. Yep. yeah that's where we but, end up. But yeah, it's a, uh, there's lots of people who will, who will fail anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the concept that, that we can't pay for college is based on the fact that colleges are super expensive and colleges are super expensive because they are running like a business Mm -hmm. and they are trying to grow and they're trying to establish, uh, competition with other colleges, right? I need to be better. I need to have this better department so I can compete for students against this other better college, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas if you had a old school state university school, like they had when I was a child, back in my day, where it was state funded, state put money in, federal government put money in, yeah, and and college was subsidized by the governments, which made it affordable, and there was none of this uh, or less of this building based on tuition. It was built based on grants and rich people and you know people uh, alumni and and. And all of that state and federal money has dried up. Yeah. There's not as much support for college through the for the state and federal government. So college tuition has gone up. And it, it's weird when you don't subsidize something that you've always subsidized. How suddenly the, the price increases go up. Go up. And, yeah. and so we say, oh yeah, but look, you know, college costs fifty thousand dollars a year. How can we pay for every? It's like, but it doesn't. Just like our health insurance, it if doesn't. the government yeah. paid for it. And set it up, it wouldn't cost that much, and yeah. therefore we could afford it. Yep. Unfor- uh, unfortunately, a hundred percent true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and there's a lot of pressure on 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 a lot of folks. I'm getting, you know, I, I teach and I get a lot of uh, I get a lot of emails from students at various times and and days and hours, and I finally had to add at the bottom of my emails every last one of them. Uh, kind of a new uh, a, a new postscript, mm-hmm. and it pretty much you know states that I may be sending you this message at a time that's convenient for me, which may be outside of normal working hours, but know that I honor and respect the boundaries around personal time, well being, caretaking, and rest. So respond at a time that's appropriate for you. Mm-hmm. There's no expectation that you read, respond, or act on this email outside of normal working hours. Yeah. Because you know, here we are in a you know in, in the emergency that we're in, mm-hmm. and I'm having students who are who are writing me as if I am a heartless, horrible human being who is going to say, "Well, the deadline's a deadline, and screw you." 
mm-hmm. um, when you know when this when this is when we're having a you know a, a state of emergency, right? And uh, our university literally said uh, we're closed from Wednesday until Friday, and then until Wednesday, Thursday, and then they said Friday, and then Saturday. And now they're like, well, so if you have things if, and in our in all of the emails, well, if you have something that's due, your faculty member will be moving that due date. Mm-hmm. So because we are closed right now, yeah. and I'm having students who sent me a bunch of emails and whatnot, it's like I don't have power right now. I'm not going to be able to turn this stuff in. And I'm like, hey, I write them back. I already moved all the deadlines. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. We have power at the university. We're going to have power on Monday, and this stuff isn't due until. Monday night, so you could always come in and use the computers at the university and charge your laptops and do whatever you need to do. But they're all under this impression. And again, they're under this stress mm-hmm. of if I don't do well, I'm going to have to repay for this class. Right. If I don't do well, um, I won't be able to take the next step. Yep. You know, And it's going to delay me in, in getting my degree in, in, in an appropriate amount of time, which then removes the ability for them to pay for their right. education. And, and again, if you, if you delay your graduation by even one semester, you, that costs you maybe upwards of $40,000. Yeah. Yep. Because you would normally, in, in your degree, yep. you would go out and you get a job yep. and that might pay, you know, I don't know, sixty dollars to $80,000, depending on where you go and what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And so a half a semester is a half a year where mm-hmm. you're not earning money that you could have earned. Yeah, um, And it's just interesting, again, how we're putting all of this stress on, on, on kids mm-hmm. to make the, to, and, and they are having and making these decisions based on their assumptions right. because they're still assuming that the system is against them right. and because it is adversarial. Right. The system is definitely adversarial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because, you know, I have my syllabus and I have all my stuff and I do tell them it's like, you know, it's very important to turn things in on time. And yes, I don't accept late work and all these great things. But I also say, but if something goes wrong in your life before, you know, you just let me know right. if the Internet goes out, just grab your phone, call, leave a voicemail. Oddest thing, right? Leave a voicemail on my phone uh, and say, hey, uh, you know, my power's out, my Internet's out, whatever. And at least you said before the deadline, it's out. And that's the compassionate, empathetic mm-hmm. part of things. And it's also setting up the same thing that would happen if you were in a job. Right. You know, like you said earlier, your job is like very understanding that you are in a, in a, in a state of emergency. Right. You know, we'll get to you. Know, we'll get the, whatever you're doing is not as important as your own personal safety right now. Right. You know, and uh, you, they would rather have you as an employee later than... Have you be like I? You know, I, I just can't work right now. I, I got to quit. Right you know, which yeah. which some people would do. Yeah, some definitely. Well, yeah. I, I know people who would do that. Yep. Um, the you know, I've worked for people who were like, no, you got to be here. And yeah. you're like, I can't be here. Well, uh, one of my neighbors is a uh, is a postal worker, and uh, they called her up while the storm was still going, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, are you coming in?" And she's like, "Um, we have flooding, and we have these things." I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. And they're like, are you sure? <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm sure. But that's that rain, sleet, snow, mm-hmm. or, you know, dark of night. You know, the postman will do their appointed rounds. Oh, well, my, my postman didn't come. Yeah, well, no postman should have come. <laughs> uh, all, all postal employees should have stopped working at yeah, this point. No, w- um, Wednesday and Thursday, yeah. there was no mail delivery. Um, or female delivery for that, for for that. that fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, any any port in a storm. <laughs> well, speaking of storms and ports, uh, how is that? How's that judge doing uh, down in oh, yeah. down south? Yeah, so you mean Eileen Loose Cannon? <laughs> yeah, Eileen Loose Cannon. She, yeah. Uh, so so I don't know how many people are following this. I lost track of it because I was I get all wrapped up in other things because I saw that it was the fix was in early because of the way that she got her job and the qualifications that it, she didn't have. It it is it is but there's a lot of people who who get that position and they they kind of slant a little bit yeah. and then when push comes to shove they're like no I got to do my job. Yeah. Th- this person is clearly not that person doesn't, doesn't have that kind of capability so so for those of you who don't know i'm going to go a little backstory um there was a a search warrant executed at mar-a-lago to retrieve stolen documents from the president's residence even though you're not supposed to live there um and and the history is they had a subpoena they said they returned all documents the numbers didn't add up so they got a search warrant and they found more documents and now the president, the person who did the search warrant, is supposed to take any any kind of uh, you know follow up, but they went to a different judge, mm. which is was appointed in the president's last three months in October before he left office. No, or was it after the election? Might have been November after the election. Yeah, it was he appointed. November, right? Yeah, they, he um, appointed a lot of judges after the election, and, and she was she was ranked, I believe, unqualified by the. Uh, by the American Bar Association. But not the Federalist Society. Not the Federalist. She was on the Federal Society list. And so she is this uh, district court judge in the Panhandle. Matt Gates' district, go figure. Um, and she basically sided with the president on everything. Oh, we need a special master. Yes. And she, she actually argued in her notes, in her ruling, on behalf of the president yeah. and made arguments that they didn't make. Yeah. So she is kind of counsel for the president at this point, saying, well, he's a special person. He deserves special agreements. And the president's legal team didn't, didn't, didn't make those that. arguments. Yeah. Well, what do you expect when you have a, a, so, a, 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 what is it, a person who was on OANN yeah. uh, personality there, uh, someone who represented a parking garage yeah. and, uh, and a gym or something, yeah. and then someone else. And and Mr. Mr. Trusty is there, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's my yeah. lawyer's name. Yeah, terrible. Trusty and Crook. Um, anyway, the 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 Justice Department appealed the ruling because she said you can't use these documents for anything until the special master is done, including investigating who might have seen them and what sort of national security leak. So they they appealed that and they got a stay on the classified documents, so now they can use them. And they got a special master, Mr. Deary, um, Judge Deary, and Judge Deary didn't play. He didn't. Homie didn't play that, mm-hmm. so he's like, and he asked simple questions like, "So, which documents did you declassify? did you declassify these?" Yeah. And they're like, "Well, that's a defense strategy. We don't need to tell you." It's like, "Well, if you're not going to tell me that you declassified any, then they're all classified." Yeah. And uh, then he was like, "Well, which documents did you say you didn't have?" Yeah. I mean, here's the inventory well, of all the documents. Strategy. What uh, what documents don't you have? And they didn't answer. Instead, they took that request back to. Eileen Cannon, who said, oh, yeah, they don't have to answer that. And we're going to push everything out a couple of weeks because it's clearly going to take too long. And they couldn't find anybody to do the inventory, which is all made up because they had somebody to do the inventory. And and here there's a story about that one, too. Um, (laughs) 
and it wasn't going to take very long. And uh, she basically made a bunch of stuff up yeah. in this in this agreement. I don't think the Justice Department cares because they got their they've got their classified docs. They have him red handed with his hand in the cookie jar. They could charge him at any point in time. Mm-hmm. This is just all showmanship. Yeah, and they're just letting letting the president lawyer spin spin their wheels because they don't care about these other documents. They are federal property. Yeah. Even if he has executive privilege, so, hey, you can't look at them, they are federal property, and he did not return them when he was subpoenaed to return them. Boom. That's, and that's it, against the law. That's and against the law. It's against the law that he wrote, that, right. he, that he pushed through, that he suggested to get pushed through right. Congress right. because he wanted to go after a certain person with a server full of right. emails. Right. Yeah. So, so there, there is a, the president's legal team was supposed to hire people to do the inventory and the search through the documents to organize the documents. And well, that's whatever. good. That, and so, and, and that's, well, how's he going to fund that? That's, that's a good, oh, I well, got a letter from uh, someone asking for money to help fund his, his yeah, legal team. So, so they went shopping around for people, and go figure, nobody would do business with the president, hmm. former president. Hmm. Um, so the federal government said, we'll pay for it. Um, how how your, gracious pick, pick of your us! Team, we'll pay for it and we'll bill you. Yeah. Oh, nice! Because <laughs> they know how to get money out of people. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Uh, so th- they're being paid. They're doing their thing. There was no reason to say, "Well, we can't. We have to delay because we can't find anybody." It's like, no, they they did this. So she is clear. She's just advocating for the former president in ways that are not judicial. No. And uh, I expect the Justice Department will file appeal, but they may be willing to just charge the president, in which case it be- quits being a civil matter and goes to become a criminal matter, and they, it'll go to D.C. And once it goes to D.C., yeah, uh, that, all that, those shenanigans are over. Other shenanigans will ensue, but those shenanigans sh- will, mm. will be over. Fancy shenanigans. The, the, the D.C. court is not going to say, nah, maybe you have right to those documents. <laughs> They're going to be like, well, this is what the law says. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, but, we, but uh, they might just get in you, front of some type of an advocate. You, you can check them out from the Library of Congress, but you can't just take them. Right. And there were missing documents. There were folders without documents. And so there's a question of that's why the of justice, the mishandling of documents, which is also a crime, federal crime under under that same, same. law that the president right. helped he, to he's create. In a, he's in a, he's in the 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 fire or the frying pan. It doesn't yeah. really matter at this point. The the there were 42 empty folders that were marked classified. What's not clear is what was supposed to be in those folders. So they have to do. That's why they needed the inventory to see. Hey, these are all the documents that we should have, but we don't have. Right. What what are missing? Um, and there's a lot of suspicion that there's a bunch of stuff at Bedminster because he was showing up with 12 boxes of documents at Bedminster. Do you, do you remember that his wife passed? Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, his ex-wife, his first wife. She passed. wasn't Russian, was she? Because she did take, she did die a Russian death. If, <laughs> she tripped downstairs? Yeah, she fell downstairs. No one bought her a steak first, though. No, that's no, true. No steak was bought and no, uh, no, no uh, taking out and getting them laid and then allowing them to say goodbye to their entire family and then... Yeah. Right, um, but she uh, the, she was cremated, but yet they buried the coffin. They buried a coffin that was heavy. so it was very heavy. Yeah. So my question is, uh, what's in, get some ground penetrating radar 
<laughs> and see if there are documents inside yeah. that see, filing cabinet that was put in See if there are bones or documents. Well, there's no bones because she was cremated. Well, so that they, doesn't mean they didn't bury somebody. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Well, it wasn't Roger Stone. I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah. Yeah. Roger Stone's a... There's so many horrible, evil people around. And uh, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell this week uh, was also still up in arms because he got a new phone. And none of his stuff is on his new phone because... They took his old phone, yeah. and he's like, I can't run my business because I don't have my phone. He should just answer it and say, new phone, who dis? Yeah, exactly. But he also then almost admitted to a crime. Yeah. He said, well, I use that phone. All of my login information is, uh, is on that phone uh, for me to, I move money around all the mm-hmm. time. Oh, yeah. And the, the quote was, I move money from here to there and back from here to there. Uh, and I really need, and I don't know my passwords, so I had to, I have to look them all up, and I don't have my phone that have my passwords on it. And that right there says, moving money from here to all there, the time, there here. here to there, there to here and back, isn't that like kiting or a Ponzi scheme yeah. or something to make it, it look it, like you on your balance sheet you have more money than you and do? And you've got more transactions coming in because it, if you the, because if you tap the account. And you say, oh, yeah, yeah, there's money in that account. And the person checks your account. And the money's there. But then the next day, that money's in another account. Right. That's, well, uh, it's, also, yeah. it's also sort of maybe what Enron did, right? Mm-hmm. Enron was the... Yeah, the big Ponzi scheme. Yeah, I got a cow. Yeah. And I'm going to loan you the cow. Mm-hmm. And then you sell me my cow back. Now I got two cows. Right. Oh, wait. And now I'm going to load those cows out to other people who then sell, sell me a cow me back. back. Now I got four cows. Right, right, right. Right. Mm-hmm. When you just have one cow. I mean, but that's that kind of tra- money transaction mm-hmm. looks good on the books. Of course. Right. Yeah. right. I, it's an I, accounting I, trick. Yeah. yeah. And nothing else. So Mike Lindell, basically, and, every t- and you're seeing this every single time with each of these people. Mm-hmm. You know, Rudy Giuliani, uh, they bring him on to a, on, in front of a camera and he immediately says, oh, no. No, the president can do whatever he wants to do. He can just go ahead and quickly uh, make things uh, legal or whatever, right. and and he can do it whenever he wants to do yeah, it. What the and president like, does is not illegal. It's not illegal, and it's like, wow. Okay, so that means the president is doing illegal stuff. Yeah. Before anything else, you now just said the president's doing illegal stuff. Yeah. So this will be interesting to see what yeah. happens next. You know, no, it's 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 just a whole nest of grifters. And what's what's interesting. Is is when you compare when you look at you know Barack Obama and his nest of grifters. Oh wait, there weren't any. Um, but he did wear a tan suit once, and that was scandalous. It was scandalous, scandalous. And, tan and suit. so far, we haven't had any people indicted in the Biden administration either. It's so weird. And by this time, uh, in the Trump administration, I think forty-two people had been turned over, and two of them had been indicted. Yeah, yeah. And what was his campaign manager? Yeah. Who uh, Michael Cohen, who uh, pled guilty, and one of them was his uh, national intelligence director, mm-hmm. or, or the director, whatever the Michael Flynn, yep. whatever his uh, NSA, uh, yeah, national security, security advisor. advisor. NSA, he was a national uh, security, security advisor. advisor. Yeah. Oh boy, oh boy, every single time. But again, this is uh, you know, this is one of those things that. Uh, that drives me absolutely crazy about the previous administration is that there's all of this evidence of wrongdoing. There's all of this evidence, but as soon as you go to attack, they're like, Oh, you're just being political. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, no. No. If you or I did it, we would already be under the jail. Yeah. 
There wouldn't even be a question about it. But yep. oh no, if this if this old white guy, orange guy, um, and, says it was okay, then we then you don't go to jail. And he's been grifting his entire life, and yeah. people know it. And a lot of people turn the not blind eye because they were making in on the grift. Well, we were watching uh, Peanut Gallery, and I were watching a, a documentary about the mob in New York City. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know when the uh, the crime families were. In the 80s, when the crime families, you know, 70s and 80s, when the crime families were very heavily invested in concrete, right. teamsters, uh, carpenters unions, builders unions of all trash. types, trash, yeah, waste, waste, waste management. management. You know, uh, if you needed to get something done, you had to basically go through one of these mob individuals. And they mentioned former President Trump by name, several times. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hmm, yeah. you know, he's he was he was doing real estate deals, right? So was Jared Kushner's family and yeah. and uh, and a lot of other people in New York. And if you're building something, you have to deal with the mob. Yeah. So the question becomes, and and he got a lot of money from not only the U.S. mob but also the Russian mob. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and even, you know, there, there have been a lot of things that said, well, you know, he, was he a Russian agent? And the answer is most likely. Most likely. Because he had to be because that. Otherwise, right. how do you pay back? Because the mob doesn't always just want their money back. Right. <laughs> I mean, they'll loan you money. But what they want is they want you, the influence right. that they're peddling. And, and you, you can, you know, a, a lot of people were saying maybe he was an unwitting agent. He was just trying to do business deals and they were offering him the no. stuff that he was doing. But but no, he he is doing stuff that's good for him. Yeah. And he doesn't he has no empathy or feelings for anybody else but himself, so he doesn't care. Yeah. If it damages if he trashes the United States of America, who cares? He's doing well. Yep. And and that's his attitude. And how people don't see that that's what went on is beyond me. Well, you put your finger on it earlier when we were talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, it's uh, cult of personality. It's it's the fact that they're getting if I was in his position, I'd do the same thing, yeah. and I'd get away with it too. I can't wait till I'm as rich as he is because yeah, I can I do can it get next. Away with it. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're 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 single wide in uh, you know in rural Appalachia. You will never be in his position. Or or you're the small business guy who owns three tire companies. Yeah. You're doing all right. You're making a million. You're never going to be him either. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and when you try and be him by by bending the rules. Suddenly, the FBI is standing yeah. there, going, "Hey, we noticed that you're doing a lot of cash transactions right. uh, with people that we're watching, yeah. and uh, you're putting in secret compartments in cars, and you're selling them tires, but they're not getting their they're not taking their tires with them. Right. So that means that you're laundering money at that point. Yeah. And so that's yeah. I'm speaking from experience. I know people that yeah. fell into that whole thing. Yeah. And it's and it's it's easy for that to happen. Yeah. It's easy. It's so simple. Yeah, you know? it doesn't cost you anything. It's just on the side. You make yeah. it, you make extra money. Yeah, and and you don't have to do anything else. Right. It's like oh, so I have to receive um, packages here at my at my shop, and someone will come pick them up. Mm-hmm. Just there'll be boxes that co- that show up, and then and you're going to pay me to receive those boxes. Right. Cool. And you're going to pay me a lot. Yeah. And I'm, I'm never going to look in the boxes because yeah. if I look in the boxes, then someone asked me what was in the box. I can tell them what was in the box. Right. You know, and uh, I did have a, a really good friend uh, who got caught up in the whole issue where they were building secret compartments into vehicles. And it's like, well, what were what was going to those compartments? Like, it doesn't I don't care. 
Yeah. I was just, they, they paid me money and I put, you know, I, you know, we put a false gas tank in, you know, that there, it was a dual tank, uh, you know, truck. We took one gas tank out and replaced it with a box that looks similar in shape and size to that, but had a hinge that you could open up and put stuff in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what were people using it for? And he's like, I don't care. I was getting paid to fabricate and put a box in a truck. Yeah. So, you know, when the FBI showed up and said, hey, we've been noticing you've been doing a lot of work with this group and uh, with these people and um, w- you're being paid, but we've also looked at your bank records and you must be, you must be getting paid something by them. You know, are they paying in cash? And then the answer is, uh, well, yeah, well, why aren't you depositing the cash? So it became that whole, right. we have you on, uh, on fraud or some type of money laundering or something. Right. Uh, where is the cash? And it's like, oh, well, it's in our safe in, our, in here. We're just holding it. Yeah. It's like, well, why are you holding all that money is the other question. Because yeah. you know something's wrong with it. Yeah. And if you deposit it, you know we'll see that you're depositing it because they're being watched. So, yeah. yeah. So it's easy to get caught up in that stuff and uh, then having to protect yourselves, move across the states. Yeah disappear because you know they have a long reach you know, the bottom line is don't do crime <laughs> well uh the, the bottom line if, is if you yeah. if you don't want to see the fbi yeah don't do crime don't do crime yeah and it's and it's sad to see when people get caught up in it because they don't yeah. think you, you never think you're going to get caught well what, what's what's interesting uh one of my children's friends parents neighbors there it is. <laughs> what does it make him to you? Absolutely her, nothing. Her her boyfriend. Yeah. Um and but they were they were there and the FBI raided this neighbor and put him in handcuffs, took him mm-hmm. took him downtown. Apparently he was at the January sixth riot. Good for him. And nobody nobody knew. He was always a little bit of a right winger, but nobody knew that he had participated. Nobody in the neighborhood did. And he had to like try to justify, well, I was just there to go to the rally and I got caught up. I didn't mean to hurt. I you. got swept up in the in the spirit of the day. And that's why the FBI took you downtown. Yeah. And that's what happens. Um, so yeah, he's he's federal whatever the those trespassing charges in federal buildings. Um, you know, the ones they're charging the people who just did get swept up and just yeah. like walked around in the four well, it's still It's still, they can fine you cash yeah. and they can put you away, put you away for, for a couple of years. A couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. So he's looking <laughs> at, looking at that. Um, Oops. Which is, which is really tragic because, you know, they've just been lied to. Yeah. Um, by, but, by people who are in positions of power who know better and they're not going to get in trouble for it. Mm. There's no way Ron Johnson is going to go to jail for lying about the stolen election. Nope. Um, but they're going to continue to say it. And it's yeah. weird that they keep putting that on any form of media. Right. And, uh, you know, last week we were talking about the, the, the medium that was, uh, uh, the idea of that medium of social media being patrolled in England, mm-hmm. you know, and the whole idea is they want to say, yes, this is, uh, this is free, but harmful speech. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that we need to start looking at here. And the comrades like, no, you can't really do that here. Maybe they can do it there. Uh, but for me, I think that we, if we just had a label on it that said, hey, this is free but harmful, I think that would be much more helpful. Yeah. Uh, you know, for a lot of these people. Yeah. You can do a rating committee, and 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 you know, you've got 
you know, you, you, you strive for certain standards and you get a certain rating on your social media platform. Yep. And that controls who can see it when and who can advertise on it. And you're going to get advertisers not wanting to be on the D-rated. Well, tomorrow will, we should be able to tell. You know, tomorrow we should be able to tell uh, what goes on with, uh, with True Social. Yeah. Because it'll be October 1st. Yeah. I mean, it's September 30th today. Uh, their building was already empty. Yeah. And they are two plus million dollars in the rears on their on servers. This. Yeah. So okay. my question becomes... Well, it's going to be October. That's the fourth quarter. Yeah. They're going to get shut off. I mean, it does just does just disappear. Yeah. You know, Devin Nunez is nowhere to be found. Yeah. No, uh, the, the, the the hosting company will turn it off. Yeah. They they're not getting paid. The they I don't know how, I don't know how they would let themselves get 2 million dollars in the rears though. Well, it doesn't I mean I mean I know it doesn't I, I take honest, much. It doesn't cost them anything. You know, what it costs them is lost business that would otherwise run on those servers. But it's money that they charge at their rate that other people pay. Right. But, you know, that server's there. Doing nothing. Anyway. Doing nothing anyway. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not using $2 million worth of electricity. Um, and the, the same number of people are managing the servers, whether there's anything running on them or not. Right. So, so the, the spent costs for the company are, very, are fairly low. But the loss of potential revenue, the loss they're going to take on their books is going to hurt their valuation, their sure. stock. And, and they, don't, they don't want to take a bigger loss. So, yeah. They, but I just know that if you or I got $2 million into, into a hosting company, they would, they, would take our, they would take everything we have. Yeah. And if, if I'm like some other company and I know I don't have to pay, well, I'm going to quit paying yeah. until you come after me. And then I'll pay you. And the question is, are they coming after them? I, I don't know. I, I doubt it. I doubt yeah, it. But I, I, I'm just waiting for them to walk over to the light switch and go, and no more True Social. Oh, I, I, think, I think they will. And we'll, they'll, they'll just shut it down. And you'll know next week. Yep. <laughs> you'll know next week from the One Man Revolution podcast. Because yeah. that's one thing I'm really looking forward to. If it's not October, it's November. Yeah. But October is the start well, of the quarter. Thinking, I was thinking the start take of the, the quarter. Take the loss, take the loss and, and move the, forward. The third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why move it forward into the into the into the part of the year where you don't make money? Yeah. You know, this is the worst quarter of every year. Uh the fourth quarter in the United States. Yeah. So do we have any good news that you can think of? I mean, besides the fact that Jeez. we made it through this uh as exhausted as we are? I'm sure there's good news somewhere. <laughs> um I'm sure that there is good news in the world. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know uh, Ukraine has officially applied for NATO uh, membership, yep, yep, yep. and it happened right after Russia annexed part of their territory and declared that they will never ever give it back. And I'm like, mm, mm. I don't, I don't think I'd make that promise. Um, what are you, what are you going to do to stop losing it? Is the question. Yeah. Um, and and that's a whole another another topic. Um, I I honestly think Russia is threatening nuclear war enough that they are you know it's kind of like if you keep saying saying something it becomes true. Yeah, I think they're threatening it enough that they may just decide to do it. Um, in which case I don't know I don't know what will happen. Mm. Um, it's bad. Whatever. Yeah. It is. Whatever happens is bad. Uh, the president actually said about Putin's comments that uh, you don't want to keep threatening things like that, especially when you're on the losing end of this war. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
when you're at the point where you're conscripting, you know, 45 and 50 year old people into your military yeah. uh, and sending them over. And by the way, this is one of the first robotically fought wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are like, oh, what, what are you talking about? This is not, there, there aren't robots out fighting. Uh, there are a lot of drones that are being thrown well, up there and just taking people out. What, what do you think the, the HIMARS is? Yeah. That is a guided missile system that can shoot accurately 300 miles away. It's not, you know, there's not some guy with a wheel turning and saying, oh, yeah, that's it with the wind. Up, yeah, up, up 10 degrees, up yeah. uh, left 5 degrees. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's like I'm going to program the digital image of what i'm shooting the coordinates of where i want you to go and robot missile you go there yeah they're also using uh you know small uh drones drones. just small drones lots of drones lots of little small drones that are cheap and effective in in fact there was a radio tower inside russia that got blown up and it was by a small drone kind of kind of world war one-ish where the planes would fly along and drop a bomb it had they somebody put a, a grenade on it um and it it they dropped it and it glided down into the i mean it might have even been a remote control glider thing uh-huh. that glided down into the tower and blew it up doesn't take much doesn't take much doesn't take much so yeah so this is like one of the and so uh they basically the Ukrainian uh military put out an announcement that said hey is it really worth your life conscript yeah you know, you you're, you don't want to fight this war either, so see this guide on how to surrender. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they should they should use the drones to drop white flags. Yeah. Yeah, quite honestly, they should. Um, uh, one of the th- other things that's related to that is uh, James Earl Jones. Yeah. Um, it has, has given the authorization. I mean, he is in his 90s. Yeah. He's not a young man no. any longer and he is a national treasure with a great voice. Mm-hmm. You know, my my favorite one is this is CNN. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, but he is uh, also was the voice of Darth Vader. Yeah. And so he authorized because there are so many thousands of hours of him recording that they're going to use an AI to create a digital reference of his voice mm-hmm. that they can then use as a digital actor. Yeah. And, and he so, said okay, and he said perfectly fine, and and I'm and that way he can retire uh, from the role and continue to you know gain royalties from it because yeah. it, he's licensing his yeah, likeness. They're, they're going to pay him and his in his estate. Yeah, in his should estate, he, should he pass on? So well done, do. yeah. So well done uh, for, to James, James Earl Jones for becoming but, one of the first for fighting for digital actors' rights. Do you know what one of my favorite James Earl Jones movies is? What is it? The Sandlot. Oh, where he plays the he plays the blind man yeah. and his dog yeah. with all the baseballs. Yeah. I, yeah, I I love that movie. Oh man, um, I can't think of what the one was. Uh, I think Coming to America was a good was a That's good, one, a good too. one too. Yeah, yeah. Where he comes, he's t- telling Eddie Murphy, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, you are you are a prince. You know, yeah. I, my other favorite line in that whole movie is, uh, oh, he has his own money. Oh, so he's rich. No, he has his own money. money. Yeah. Yeah, his face is on, on the money. Yeah. So, so does King Charles now. Yeah. Well, not yet, but... They will. Oh, and by... <laughs> someone said that... Uh, oh, what was it? It was... Uh, it's Charles III something something. And when you look at, at the abbreviations, it's C-3PO. Really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so nice. it went from Elizabeth E2 
uh, P uh, P O to C three P O. Nice, nice. So yeah, so Star Wars references everywhere this week when yeah. it comes to uh, comes to the world. Yeah, they they need to come up with an R two D two somewhere <laughs> there. Reginald the second. Yeah, I I wonder if if the home country is going to put his face on their money, or if they're just going to punt and not put faces on the money. More than likely. I mean... Because it's going to be switching every five years or seven for, years. For a while. Yeah, for, for a little bit. Um, they, I mean, their, their dollar coin is called a ducky, because it's got a duck on it. I thought it was a loony. A loony. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> ducky, loony. Yeah, loony. loony. And yeah. then there's the toonie, yeah. which has a, a, a duck on it also. Um, <laughs> and... and and, so, and toonies still fall apart if you get them cold enough. And the uh, but the paper money or plastic money, I guess. Yes, mylar uh, has uh, has has the, the former queen. queen on it. Yeah, um, the late yeah. queen. Well, uh, Charles supposedly is trying to reconcile reconcile with the indigenous population. Uh, he there's a there's it's on his docket for him to discuss. The indigenous population of England? Of Canada. Oh, Canada. Of I was going to say, I think the indigenous population yeah. of England is long no, gone. No, it's it's of Canada. Uh, because it's, there's been some mistreatment over the years. Oh, yeah. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, 140,000 you know, children the, 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 the for no apparent reason. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, Except for religion. Yes. <laughs> the, 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 mis- the treatment of the indigenous people as people less than human has yeah. been going on in North America. Oh, since the 1600s, Christopher, for, for a long, long time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know it's 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 good. It's one of the it's one of the problems with colonialism. Um, but it's good that he's trying to make amends. I'm pretty sure that saying "oh, sorry about that" is not going to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's let's hope it it starts to change things because the indigenous people in Canada are still second class citizens. Um, yeah, go to Winnipeg. You can find out real fast. Yeah, yep. yeah. That was uh, one. That was an eye-opening thing. I went to the. Um, it's a great uh, human rights uh, museum. It's probably one of the best human rights museums in the world, right there in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful building, seven stories, amazing. And you know, as you're walking, it's like uh, we are we are sitting on stolen land. <laughs> it's yeah. like right there. You are standing on stolen land, yeah. uh, and it's not like a post it it is literally an engraving yeah <laughs> you know although uh you know even where we are standing right now we are standing on stolen, standing land. On stolen yeah. land yeah uh so as long as we acknowledge that of course the governor doesn't want to acknowledge those things no and and i i don't know how you 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 reckon you can't undo it no there's the the only right the only thing you do is reconcile with you, you, with what it with what happened in the past yeah and and and, and admit like, to the fact it, that it happened and admit that it happened admit to the atrocities that were committed yeah. so you and document and monument the atrocities that were committed so you don't do it again so people don't forget yeah, so the germans did it the Germans did do yeah. it. Yeah. And did a good job. And it's, you know, other countries have not, and they are having, like Italy, has a fascist yep. government again. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. We forgot to talk about her. But, yeah, she gave a speech, and Marjorie Taylor Greene was like, that's what we need right there. Yeah. We need someone who has those kind of values in power. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should not be praising someone who is literally uh, talking like Mussolini did. Yeah. Who, who's yeah. literally in Mussolini's uh, old party? Yeah, uh, rebranded. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't want to be. You don't want to be uh, 
Marjorie Marjorie Mussolini Green. No, uh, but she doesn't really care. She's uh, Marjorie Trader Green forever. Yeah. Well, is she, is she going to keep Green as her? Is that her married name? Oh, that's a good question. I think it might. No, I think her married name is Green. Marjorie Taylor Green. I, I don't know. What's her husband's name? I don't. Uh, his last name is Green. Yeah, but he so has a three-word name too. But yeah. So so she is she going to keep her? Ma- her is she going to go uh, back to what she was born with? Marjorie Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what she was born? With? I don't know. I would assume so. Yeah. She's Marjorie Taylor Green. I would imagine she's Marjorie Marjorie Taylor. Well, I would assume her middle name might be Taylor. Yeah, but I think that's her second husband, third husband. I don't know. I lose track. Yeah, you know. But uh, good for her. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, keep going through. Go as many as you can. Yeah, exactly. Sample as much as you can because life is short. It is. Just it is. don't bitch about other people doing the same damn thing. <laughs> I and I, I, oh, I was talking about this uh, earlier. I support your right to have an abortion. Yeah, I was. Ta- oh man, I was talking about this a little while ago about the fact that if you really want to want to understand uh, the Republican mindset. It's very, very simple. I only care about what you do mm-hmm. and don't don't look at what I do. That's right. the Republican mindset. Yeah. Don't look at what I do. I care about what you do. Well, what I do is good by definition because I'm doing it. Right. If you're not doing what I'm doing, then you are in the wrong. Even if I do bad things yeah. and then you do them, you're bad. Right. I, I made a right. mistake. Right. Yeah. And, and in a fascist mentality, this is why fascism is so dangerous. Yeah. It starts off as those guys. Yeah. But oh, all of a sudden, oh, you're not, you're not Baptist, right? Uh, no, you're you're going in the 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 um, the, the other box. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I've done I've done a comrade. The comrade is in the house. It is the chair. You it go in the, the Lutheran box. Oh, there it that's is. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, Lutherans. Uh, that's gonna. That's a title. <laughs> Lutheran box. <laughs> the Lutheran box. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one of the things that really gets me about all of that. It's the hypocrisy of it all. But yeah, uh, so we shall see what happens. So I guess congratulations uh, or uh, well done to Marjorie Taylor Greene's hus- husband, husband for filing for divorce. Yeah, Finally standing up and getting a backbone and getting his testicles out of the jar. She obviously had them in. Although, you know, again, yeah, congratulations on getting out because that's yeah. clearly an abusive relationship. It's toxic, yeah. Um, but... But how? I mean, how many people did she have to fool around with you with before you made that? Well, on record, so far it's three, but yeah. you know, it's probably might be more. And who knows? They might have an open relationship. We don't know what's going on. But he finally cited that they were not authorized. So maybe there were a bunch of authorized ones, and yeah. then these were just ones that. The, no, you didn't tell me about those. Yeah, that's bad. Because that's fine. Hey, and you know what? If you want to have a bunch of open relationships and you want to do I'm, all those things, up, hey, happy, happy for you. I honestly don't care about what you do. And again, I would love, we said this back when the, when, when, uh, when, when former president Trump was in office, I just want the politics to be boring and work. Yeah. I just want a functional government that I don't have to worry about here. Crazy things. That about, I, don't, I don't notice that, that. And I don't care about any yeah. of them, you know, yeah. and on my, on every, on all of our day to day activities, none of this matters. I, I want the until 24 it hour news shows to go out of business. Cause life is so boring, but they were all created because of who? Ronald Hum? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. They 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 started CNN yeah. started with Nightline. Yeah. For like 700 days where they talked about what happened in Iran and the, yep. the rescue and then they went on to the next thing and then it was like, well, this is money. Yeah. Let's make CNN. Yep. And there you go. And there there it was. And that was all under Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, yeah. George George Bush. Yep, yep. That's all it took. It's yeah. 100% what it took. Yeah. 
Oh, man. The, the root of all evil. <laughs> the root of all our problems. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, well thank you, Canadian, for uh, for coming out tonight. Uh, like I said, Comrade is uh, is on assignment along with, on location along with the thespian. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're, you know how when you learn something, you go and you watch somebody do it? Yeah. And then, you know, they watch you do it mm. and try for practice, yeah. and then you do it for real. And they're yeah. on that first step where they're yeah. watching. Watching the other people do so it. So they learn how it gets done. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, the rest of the, rest of the crew are, uh, are recovering from this past week. Yeah. Uh, we just need a little socialization. That's yeah. why, that's why yeah. we came I'm, out. I'm an extrovert. I got to get out and meet people. Exactly. Exactly. Um, All right. So, uh, this is the One Man Revolution, uh, and it is available on anywhere podcasts are found. Also here on Friday nights uh, on uh, Facebook Live, Omar Podcast, uh, and also at onemanrevolution.org without any commercials or other uh, things that you need with the full show notes of what we did tonight. Uh, so until next time, uh, I am the Revolutionary. I am the Canadian. And uh, don't forget to vote and stay fresh cheese bags.